welcome to another episode of An All Evening. And my name is Danny. I'm across on Instagram as at Blotted Ink Books. And for today's episode, I'm going to be joined by Joanne of Joanne Reads Books. Zip across and check her out. Her feed is primarily filled with some really gorgeous flat lays. Um, I mean, she really takes the use of flora and fauna and props to the max, um, as well as some gorgeous on-location shots, lots of bookshops, um, just gorgeous settings for gorgeous books. So if you're not already following her, zip across, uh, give her a little follow. She also has some brilliant reviews, um, and she has been responsible for adding quite a few books onto my TBR pile uh, this past year, so you will absolutely not be disappointed. Go and uh, check her out. So hello to Joanne. Hello. Hello. How are you this evening? Yeah, not too bad. It's quite chilly this evening, so I'm uh, cozying up with like a hot drink and a blanket. <laughs> we should Very probably easy. say, as, as obviously this is a podcast and it's all audio, that you have an alcoholic hot beverage. Uh, yeah, it is alcoholic. Yeah, full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just cozying up with a nice hot drink. But yeah, for hot listeners, drink. that would yeah. be mulled wine. It is. It is, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Tis the season, you know, winter time. I think, I think it's allowed. Anytime it's winter and it's cold, yeah. I don't think. And it's same with like when it's Christmas, you're allowed Bucks Fizz for breakfast. The rules all absolutely. go out the window. Yeah, the rules change. <laughs> as soon as like the nights draw in early, anarchy. You're allowed to do what you like. So, Bookstagram. Yes. What? How did you get into it? How did it all start? Um, well, it was a bit, a bit of a, an organic journey, I think, because I'd, um, I mean, I've always loved books and reading. I did literature at uni mm-hmm. and um, kind of for a few years, real life kind of got in the way, actually, with reading. But um, I, funny enough, I started tutoring and helping students kind of who were struggling with their GCSEs and things. And that really just talking on a regular basis about some books with people really, really um re-energized me into reading and um I started on my personal account following more bookish accounts and um yeah took the plunge and started my own bookstagram and um and I've just really loved it I've met some amazing people it's such a lovely community having people who understand how exciting it is to read a particular book and having um a ready supply of people to talk about those books with is absolutely amazing so I think it's amazing very similar to me I think once you meet people who are as excited by books and you're talking about them you read more and you find time to read I always say like I don't have time to read I don't really read as much as I used to because I just don't have time and it's amazing how once you find more like-minded people to spark that you automatically find that time (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And it's true, you do. You make time for the things that you really, really want to do. And it's, um, I've certainly found that. I watch do you have TV. a particular, <laughs> sorry. Do you have a particular <laughs> genre that you like to read? Um, you know what, I do generally read a bit of everything. But yeah, I do like fantasy. I've always have liked fantasy, um, as you will see from some of my choices. Mm. <laughs> um, but I, I think there's just something, it is pure, because reading is such... A journey and an adventure and I think fantasy is just pure escapism and I really really like that. Especially in these times I think escapism is something that more people need. <laughs> yeah absolutely. 
So, we, uh... your evening. <laughs> yes. To start with, are we having a party or is this kind of like a, a kind of a close-knit one or two people? I think it's going to be a party because there's just too many people that I'd really like to meet and invite. <laughs> I think me ever expecting someone to come on here and say it's a dinner date with one other person is never going to happen. There's too many know. good people. Well, exactly. And I think, you know, there's just when you read so many different books, there's just so many different characters that you get so excited by. So it would feel like just one would be like a missed opportunity. <laughs> it would. It truly, truly would. So firstly, I'm obviously going to be your maitre d' for the evening. I'm going to be hosting your your evening. Where are we going? So um, we are going to Care Paravel in Narnia. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, And it was, you know, it was one of the first books that I ever fell head over heels in love with as a kid. And I just always loved that idea of going to 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 visit that place and go to that castle it always has been exciting I always said one day I'll own a house and I'll call it Care Parabell <laughs> I, love that. I love that and you're not the first person uh who I've who I've had on as a guest who has chosen that it's a it's just a wicked setting yeah absolutely it is it's magical <laughs> magical land in the back of a wardrobe um so you've got your castle in your wardrobe who's the yeah. first person who's going to come so my first guest is going to be um, Sabriel from Garth Nix's Old Kingdom series. Mm. Um, and again, this is a series that I have loved since I was younger. Um, so the first book is called Sabriel and it's about her. And she is, it's a fantasy world. Have you read it? or I haven't. And it's been on my list for so long as well, shamefully. Um, so this is probably going to make me definitely want to pick it up. Because as soon as you said the name, I was like, oh, God, that's been on my list for forever. <laughs> it's definitely, it's it's worth it. It's a, it's a really wonderful series. Um, but she, so it's a, it's a magical world and um, uh, necromancy is real where people will raise the dead. But she, her father is a particular type of necromancer who helps protect the living from the dead that come back into their world. Um and she's at college and she gets a messenger to say that her her dad is in trouble and she just you know she's 18 but she just she just takes up that mantle and goes off looking for her dad to to try and find him and she's just she's she's practical and she's careful but she's also bold and I just love her and um and I'd really like to meet her (laughs) What better reason do you have to invite somebody other than you just really want to meet them? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sometimes that's just the best reason for an invite. You don't need any other reason. So she's arrived. Who is next? Yeah. So who's next? Um, and again, we have another fantasy. This is one that I've read much more recently, but um, Nina from Six of Crows. Uh, again, I've not read the book, which is absolutely shocking, but I watched the series and I had a friend who assured me that it's quite faithful to what Nina's like in mm. in the books. And she seems like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, she's just she's badass. I love her. She's um she's really funny. And again, she's really brave. And and I like that. Um, yeah, she's curvy. 
she's she likes waffles <laughs> and I Who doesn't really, like waffles oh uh, yeah I just I want to sit and share some waffles with her and hear her stories because she will have some amazing ones and um there's a really great quote from um it might not be in Six of Crows, it might be one of these books, but she says basically you can plot espionage and still hope for dessert. Because um, she's, she's sitting around having dinner with somebody and I think, yeah, that's, that's a really, really good... Um, I think that sums her up, doesn't <laughs> it, to be honest with you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like, you can be doing all of these things, but you can still hope it was going to be dessert and I, that speaks to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually I would get that tattooed somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Always hope that there's dessert. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So you've got your two very badass ladies who have turned up. Who's yeah. next? Who's next? So I am stepping away from fantasy for the next. Um, and I'd like to invite Daisy Jones from <sighs> Daisy Jones 6. Yes, um, that is such a good choice. Yeah, because again, she's just, I mean, I love that whole era. Most of my music collection is from that era anyway. And I mean, that book was just a whole mood wasn't it and um and I loved it and I just think she'd be fantastic again she'd have some great stories um write music yes she'd be the entertainment we wouldn't need to worry about anybody else (laughs) she gave me such like Stevie Nicks Janis Joplin like a blend like that barefoot hair down very cool she's just such not like they're doing the adaptation at the moment they're filming wait for that <laughs> yeah and I it's, it's I, I always get her name but it's Riley is it Keo who's Elvis's granddaughter is going to be yeah. playing her and I think that's such good casting I think she's going to be fantastic um so I'm very excited about that let's say she just has this whole um yeah this has this whole energy that I'm completely um uh, in awe of she's very you know I'm not somebody's muse I am somebody and um and I like that this is a um, very then, cool gathering of ladies so far. I you have know to what? Say. I was I was thinking that, and um, you know, one other cool lady that I probably would like to invite again. This is a really recent read, but um, Astrid from Empire of the Vampire. Again, I'm so glad someone's picked something from that book because that book. Oh was. my goodness, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal book, and and again, she just is. Yeah, she's not a princess, she's a queen. And she oh, just she's so cutting oh. as well. She's got such a way with words. And I think she's very cool, but quite vulnerable as well. Yeah, I think just yeah, she's she's so fantastically written. Um and uh so yes, I adored her. So um so yes, I have this this collection of like strong female characters, don't I? <laughs> I think there'll be some debates going yeah. on and I don't think they'll be afraid yeah. to, to have some words, but I think there'll be a lot of uh, a lot of laughter as well. I think this is a very cool, I think so. a very cool I think group. So. I think they'll get on. Um, but I then did think, because when I was looking down that list and thinking, oh my goodness, I've, I've only picked, um, I've only picked the ladies so far. I was thinking if I was going to pick some guys, who would I pick? And um I would probably, again, going back actually to uh, the Grisham verse, because I do really like those books, I'd probably choose Nikolai Lansov. Well, I'm not gentle... familiar with Nikolai, but I've heard good things. <laughs> yeah, he's one of my favourite characters from those first books. I mean, I, I have read all of the books, and I generally, I prefer the Six of Crows books to that original Shadow and Bone trilogy, which I think is quite a common... Um... Yes, I've heard that from quite a few people. Um, and I think it's probably because you kind of have the different chapters kind of focus on different characters. I think yeah. it's an ensemble cast much more. And I, I really, really like that. 
Um, but yeah, Nikolai, again, he's funny. He's um, he's a prince, so he's going to bring a good bottle of wine. Oh. Um, he's he's going to be charming and entertaining. <laughs> and he'll know Nina as well, so, you know, there'll already be some. <laughs> you well, need someone going to hold their own in that room of women, I think, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then completely, completely out of left field, I would <laughs> invite... Um, Dr. Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh God! I Jeff mean, Goldblum in the film. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It has to be the Jeff Goldblum. I don't even. I've never read the book Jurassic Park. I didn't even know it was a book until recently. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's a character in it, but it would have to be Jeff Goldblum. Well, he is. I mean, his character. So in the book, actually, there are lots of changes from the film, but it was Ian Malcolm's character was the most similar in both the book and the films. Um, and um, I just think, yeah, Jeff Goldblum just played him so perfectly. But I don't know if if I kind of scratch the surface of that, maybe I just want to invite Jeff Goldblum to my party because he's cool. I, mean, <laughs> I'm I'm a, not, a, I fancy Jeff Goldblum in quite an unhealthy oh, way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> his mouth. He's got that energy where you're like, physically, no, um, but you open your mouth. And I'm like, hmm, maybe. But he's but again I think he'd be a great conversationalist he'd get on he'd hold his own in this room full of um strong independent women so I think um he's a fantastic choice I absolutely love yeah. that <laughs> I just think that is probably the most fun party we've had yeah I listened to this and as soon as you went with Dr Ian Marco I was like yeah that's <laughs> that's done it <laughs> I mean you know he he is a mathematician so I'm not going to understand any of the maths but um that's not my strong point but uh I think he's I a think, strong partier yeah. as well to be fair I think I think so. absolutely so is um, that all your guests is that everyone who's invited yeah yes so is I there think. anybody that I need to be watching out for who definitely is not allowed at your party um yes <laughs> people seem to find this question easier than <laughs> people that aren't allowed but well you know I've only got of people that are definitely definitely not allowed um and I think they're both quite probably quite popular obvious choices mm. the first is Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter because like she's hateful yeah she's just awful awful character and um and yes she should never have been allowed to work in a school I you know I take umbrage but I'm at the fact I feel like there's no DBS checks at Hogwarts <laughs> but um yeah that's a strong choice to be fair she doesn't strike yeah. me as someone who's going to bring the party well exactly and she's just you know I think one of the things I really don't like about her is she's kind of all quite pink and fluffy and kittens and and actually she's just so hateful underneath it and it's like just um it's like she's trying to hide behind this veneer of respectability and 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 I don't like that. I think in some ways that's a scarier villain than when you have someone like Voldemort or one of those really yeah. quintessential scary looking characters who look hideous, do bad things. And I think with Umbridge, the scariest thing, she looks like, say, all twee and fluffy and hides behind this respectability and also seems to really convince herself that what she's doing is is okay by giving herself this kind of set of rules whereas Voldemort does what he does because he's evil and he doesn't give a shit whereas Umbridge yeah. is like I'm doing this for the greater good and I'm doing this to yeah. it's it's quite That's scary you said Voldemort you know it's there in the title he's the dark lord he's he's up front 
you know, I would, um, I mean, I'm not allowed to live up to that name, I feel like. (laughs) But um, yeah, so I think she's actually a a scarier villain in many respects. Um, For sure. Yeah. And then my other completely not allowed character is um, Joffrey Baratheon from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Um, he's all levels of nasty. He is just, again, such a vile character. And I don't think, um, I don't think I have ever enjoyed a character's death quite as much. (laughs) It's so grisly as well, so visceral and so necessary. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. He's just so, so nasty and, um, and vindictive and, um, yeah, I... I really, really disliked him as a Again, character. he's so well written because he's meant to be this kind of cherubic, blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy prince. He's very charming. When you first meet him in the books, he comes across as this kind of charming prince boy with a bit of a dark side, and then you suddenly realise he's genuinely unhinged. It's quite yeah, scary. He, psychopathic, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, oh, God, completely, completely. Yeah, yeah, he is, you know... He's so well written as a villain. Yeah. I think all the Game of Thrones villains are very cleverly written because they all have their vulnerabilities. But they're also just hideous. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. They say there's just characters that you that you love to hate, and then there's characters that you root for, but then I mean in that series, particularly, the moment that you root for character, you think, oh no, no, I don't, I hate <laughs> you, you're awful, because you know that if you care, <laughs> something bad's if gonna care, happen. They will to die. Them. Literally, yeah, you can't root for anybody because they will absolutely die. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember when I first read the first book and, um, and yeah, when, like, I have to, I have to go back. I thought, hang on, I've, I've surely missed something because he didn't just kill him, did he? He didn't, yeah. surely he couldn't have done that. That's, that's like the main character. And I kind of went back and reread the whole chapter and I was like, oh yeah no he did that (laughs) yeah and And even uh, when I watched it I'd read the book and part of me when they hired Sean Bean and I should have known better (laughs) because they hired in my head I was like they spent a lot of money on maybe they're going to change it because Sean Bean is like their big name and then when it happens it's so shocking so shocking and I think like with Ramsey Bolton he's my not invite but he's still got like a slightly comedic edge to him at times he's so ridiculous and so villainous Whereas Joffrey has none of that. He's just a jumped up little douche who's been allowed the yeah. throne, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. He's just, a, he's a spoiled brat through and through, isn't he? Yeah. And um, He's um, why you don't put psychotic teenagers on the throne. That's why. Right there. Yeah, I like um, that it should be a warning to us all. <laughs> no teenagers like- are ever allowed. <laughs> That is, I have to say, your evening sounds a lot of fun. I think the people you've not invited are very wise. (laughs) (laughs) And the people you have invited sound like an absolutely fabulous mix. I think there's going to be some fun cocktails, some waffles. I think so. It is just basically going to be a cocktails and and dessert party. (laughs) That's literally heaven. Yeah, right. Um, With Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) Yeah. Where's the name with Jeff Goldblum? (laughs) no downside to this party (laughs) before you go I do have to ask you what are you currently reading um so I have a couple of different books on the go I'm I'm one of these people I always read different things I don't Um, know how people do that I'm doing it at the moment but it makes my brain ache I I think it's because I'm such a mood reader and sometimes 
I just need to put something down if, if it's too heavy or yeah it's just it's the way things go um so I have recently acquired um Cecily by Annie Garth um and I went to an event with her and she did a reading from it and I'm just absolutely captivated by her writing style it's wonderful um so I am savoring that one at the moment oh what, what an incredible <laughs> event to get to go to because her writing is so glorious it's yeah it's beautiful and um and she speaks so passionately and eloquently as well so um yes if you do get an opportunity to go and um see her speak somewhere then then yeah absolutely take it um and then I've got a couple of um hopefully um slightly lighter books for the season uh Midnight in Everwood oh, I've uh, seen that everywhere and it just looks yeah. it's giving me real like nutcracker vibes yeah absolutely absolutely so um so that's kind of a nice one again for this for this time of year um and a book called uh, the arctic curry club as well ah i was also gifted a copy of that that's yeah. not my usual kind of read i have to say but it does sound a lot of fun it's it, you know what it is and it's and again i do like um if i'm going to read something heartwarming uh, this is the time of year winter time is the, is the time of year that the i time will of year you want to do it yeah I mean, the rest, you have, the, um, sorry. the rest of the year, give me the, the fantasy empire of the vampire, terrible, <laughs> um, like, you know, gory, violent fantasy reads. But no, at Christmas, I want something that will warm the cockles of your heart. <laughs> you want to get cosy at wintertime. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have any books for 2022, which is when this will be coming out, which is really scary. Do you have any books that are in your sights that you're very excited about? Um, yeah, so in January, um, a book comes out called The Leviathan, which yes. I'm quite excited about. Um, so I have that one on pre-order. Um, so yeah, I'm quite excited about that. Um, what else? You know what? You've asked me this question now and I've got loads of books on pre-order for next year and I, right now I can't think what any of them are. Pre-orders um, are so dangerous. I did that this year and I had like four in November and I was like, oh, that's November's problem. That's November Danny's issue. And then it turned up and I was like, oh God, my husband's actually going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> they all turn up and I don't know what these are. Because you? <laughs> when you pre-order, you just know it's not now. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, um, a lot of the dates... Uh, yeah you don't even realize you don't I'm just trying to like keep track of it like write them down and I was like oh that's ages away for four of them in a month will be fine in like six months time and it's never fine (laughs) no it's never ever fine there will always be there will always be a never-ending pile of books to read but um that's that's gonna give it a really good go though you know what I'm gonna give it a really good go but you know it's uh it's, it's nice it's nice to know that there will always be reading material on hand <laughs> always I tell you what if there's ever an apocalypse or something happens and we're all like literally snowed caved into our homes we will have so much reading material and burning yeah. material if we get desperate yeah absolutely mind you oh my I can't even like bend the pages of my books like when I see people <laughs> make books it kind of it, I come out in a cold sweat <laughs> Oh, I am a page folder. I have been known to fold the pages when I need to. I am one of those absolute heathens. He does that. No. You're laughing. But you're like, oh God, I'm talking to this. Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm crying inside. <laughs> Monster. So, yeah. Bless you. Well, thank you so much for giving up your evening and coming in uh, and chatting with me. It's been an awful lot of fun. So for anyone who doesn't follow you, 
you are Joanne Reads Books over on Instagram. I am indeed. Um, and yes, you can find me on Twitter and TikTok as well. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> uh, you're braver than me with TikTok. Yeah, I haven't quite figured it out. I just, I, I film random things and put them on there, but um, it's, it's good fun. Uh... We should go across and get you on some moral support on TikTok. Moral <laughs> yeah, support because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> She's doing great. <laughs> to everything. I hate reels. I hate making videos. Everything gets deleted. Nothing's in time. So anyone who does it, power to them. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just feel like anything. Yeah, my, my feed is, is, I always call it kind of organized chaos, but um. It's a random mishmash of, uh, sometimes it's even just disorganized chaos. But um, yeah, I don't have themes or anything like that. It's sometimes I'm just like, oh, that's pretty. I'm going to snap a picture right here right now. Your feed is very uh, pretty. I but... will give you that. There's lots of flowers and gorgeous flat lays. I think I mentioned oh, it in my little opener. It's a, very, it's a very pretty feed. It doesn't need to be organized. <laughs> it's very pretty. <laughs> so go over yeah. and check her out. Follow her on all the social media. Let her know her TikToks are awesome. Is that even what you call them? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Her tick vids, I don't know. <laughs> My tick vids. That's what, that's what <laughs> no, that does not no. <laughs> That is not what we share. <laughs> thank you so much this has been so much fun yeah thank you so much for inviting me anytime bye bye football is back and bet mgm is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before sign up today using bonus code champion and your first wager is risk-free up to one thousand dollars visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older to wager virginia only new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-888-532-3500 